You're tuned into HBM Radio. Inspired listening for high achievers, mastering the art of badassery and fearless living. We got goals to crush, so plug in, get to work, and get your honey badger on. This is about winning. And this is not about winning a year. This is about winning moment by moment. This is about winning every day. This is about winning a few days in a row, five, six, seven days in a row, and then winning the week. And then it's about winning a few weeks in a row and winning your month. And then it's about winning a few months in a row and you'll win the year. Aren't you fucking sick of not hitting your fucking goals? Aren't you sick of being the same that you are every fucking year? If you look for a reason, you will always find one. If you look for an excuse, you will always have one. If you tell yourself you're going to do something, you need to fucking do it. If you tell yourself you're going to be something, you need to fucking be it. Because a lot of people say they want this shit, but they don't really want it because their actions don't back it up. Their actions aren't showing what it takes to get the result. Their actions aren't showing a commitment to being a person of excellence. It's showing a commitment to being the same fucking thing they've been their whole life. Things are not always going to be ideal. Things are not always going to be perfect. Things are not always going to be convenient. There's going to be things that you can do or find or say or listen to that will help you justify you not sticking to your plan. But successful people know this and they stick to the plan regardless. They understand that things are going to get tough. They understand that things are going to be hard. They understand that things are going to be inconvenient. They understand there's gonna be weddings and holidays and vacations at every turn of our existence. You don't believe in yourself because you've lied to yourself for years and years and years. You've told yourself this was the time. This was what I was going to do. I'm going to do it this time and I'm serious. I'm serious this time. Seriously. You've told yourself that over and over and over again. And what happens when you don't follow through? What happens when you don't keep those promises? You lose trust in yourself. And when you lose trust in yourself, you lose belief in yourself. And when you lose belief in yourself, you feel powerless. You start thinking you don't have what it takes. You don't have the intestinal fortitude to stick to a diet or a fitness program or a business plan and be consistent because you've lied to yourself so many times that all that belief and all that trust that you should have in yourself, which is, by the way, is the most important thing that you need to have, is gone. And it has to be rebuilt. It has to be rebuilt by keeping promises to yourself. And I get 
you know, so many emails saying that, and you guys don't get to see them all. But if you saw them, I promise you, you'd feel good about sharing what we're talking about here. Uh, on the other hand, guys, um, I do get different kinds of emails, okay? And uh, some of these DMs that I get uh, aren't like that, all right? And they're they're more like this. I'm just going to read you one that we, we got. It says, Andy, I just can't go on anymore. I'm working hard on my business and nothing is working out. In fact, it seems like in spite of my effort, everything has just fallen apart. Like the business isn't struggling, it's dead. Or I get an email like this. These are two different emails. I just started listening to your podcast and I realized that I'm everything you say a person shouldn't be. I'm lying in my bed right now. It's two o'clock in the morning. For the last five years, I've been making the wrong decision after wrong decision. And now I'm reaping what I've sown. My life is a train wreck and I've really hit rock bottom. And I wanna address that, okay guys? Um, if that's you and that's how you feel and that's how you're feeling about your life, you need to really listen to what I'm gonna talk about today because I've been there. I've been there in business, I've been there in my life, okay? And don't think for a minute that there wasn't a time when Chris and I looked around at our empty store and looked around at our, our, our bank account and said, fuck man, this, this is never gonna work, okay? It, you know, it seems like we get a little traction, but you know, ultimately we couldn't see the big vision and we felt like, it, like we were just like these people who wrote these emails, we were dead in the water, you know? And you guys gotta remember, <clears throat> you know, I've been through other shit too. Like the, the year after I got stabbed in the face and, and my face was so fucked up, nobody would look at me or talk to me. You know, I thought my life was over. And if I'm being totally honest, don't think for a minute that I've never done something shitty myself and had to face the consequences. You know, I felt super guilty too about things I've done. I said to myself, fuck man, you're stupid. Why did you do that? You're a piece of shit. And I've been really, really hard on myself, just like some of these people are that we've talked about. Um, you guys have to understand that what you're going through here is normal. I understand what you're saying because I've been through it, all right, in both my business and in my life. I've hit rock bottom. And let me tell you guys something. I can't explain it, but I've experienced it, and I can tell you that it's true. There's something really, really, really good about hitting rock bottom. It can be good for your business, and it is absolutely 100% good for you. So you guys have to understand it. I get it. I've been there. I've been there and it was my fault, just like it's your fucking fault right now. But there's an upside to hitting rock bottom. I was telling Vaughn about this topic when we were talking about the show. And uh, he said, yeah, dude, it's like the poet Longfellow said, defeat may be victory in disguise. The lowest ebb is the turn of the tide. Okay, and I was like, yeah, man, king of the nerds, guess what, you're fucking right. But guess what, it is true. When you feel dead in the water, that's good. When you feel like you're at the bottom, that's good. It means the next step is to wake the fuck up, rise the fuck up, and dominate in everything that you do. Some people never make it back, but most people fucking do. And the reason most people fucking win so big when they come back from rock bottom, the reason that when you watch TV, you hear these stories of people who made something, lost it all, went to the bottom, and then came back up even stronger is because the, the journey of getting to the place like some of these individuals emailed in, 
and how they're feeling. That journey is what creates the tools, the mindset, the skill, the determination, the perseverance, okay, to win the long battle of success. I don't know one successful person that has self-made that has had an easy life. Think about that. Not one, not one truly self-made successful person that I have met, and I've met a lot, has had an easy life. They all have a story. And it's not like they went out and made up these stories after they made money. They're telling you exactly what the truth of what happened to them. And through the process of their struggles, they learn all these skills that are gonna make you be successful. So if you're one of these people who's thinking, like my friends who wrote me in here and they're saying, I'm everything that you say people shouldn't be. First of all, you need to be looking for the approval of yourself, not for the approval of me. My job is to help you, okay? But I understand where you're coming from and I understand what that feels like. So if you're one of these people, don't go too hard on yourself. Hang in there. Shit is going to get better, but you do absolutely have to make it better yourself. Dude, every year I do this show, this New Year's show, right? And and people, people are gonna, you know, Andy, we can't wait to hear what you had to say for New Year's. You know, like, what the f you think I'm gonna say? How many times do we gotta say the same shit? Like, let's be real, dude, real talk. Most of y'all aren't gonna do a fucking thing. And you think, and you're gonna be mad at me for saying that. Be mad at me for saying that. Most of y'all aren't gonna do shit, and you're gonna be mad at me because I fucking said it. When in reality, you should be mad at yourself because two years ago you said shit, last year you said shit, this year you're saying shit, and next year you're gonna be saying the same shit, and you're gonna be mad at me. How about this for 2021? How about this? How about? We take a inventory of ourselves. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we tell ourselves the truth. We look at our lives and we tell ourselves the truth. The truth is this, it's very simple. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. You've either been executing or you haven't been executing. You either are truly ready to make a change or you're not. The, 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 the idea that we're not talented enough, right? Like, oh, dude, do you really think you're good enough for that? Like, dude, when I was starting in business, I looked at all these other business guys and I constantly doubted myself. I constantly told myself in my head that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't um, equipped enough. And dude, I wasn't equipped, right? I, did, I wasn't good enough at the time. That was the truth. I had to get better. but. A lot of people tell themselves these things um, and, and, and it stops them from getting anywhere, okay? Because most successful people that I know, they all understand that this isn't about talent, it's about choices, all right? Your individual small choices over the course of time are what compound into the 
overall result of success down the road. All right. And this is why it takes time. This is why, you know, all these motherfuckers online telling you that you're going to make a million dollars in 12 weeks or in two weeks or whatever the new thing is this week they're saying, you know, if you buy their course for $997, um, you're full of shit. It just takes time. You have to have these little things compound over and over and over. All right. So it's not about talent. Like if you want to be a writer, you're going to fucking suck at first. All right. But how do you get better at things by doing them? If you want to win, it's very simple. You've got to make a decision that you are not going to be like everybody else. You are not going to do what they do. You are not going to live how they live. You are not going to eat how they eat. You're not going to drink how they drink. You're not going to do the kind of work they do. And then you've got to go do that. And you've got to do it one day at a time. It's one day at a time. Okay. You wake up, you do everything you can to make that day a win. That's it. That is the secret to this dude. And then when you've won or lost that day, which by the way, you're going to lose some days. win today then you wake up tomorrow and you do the same thing and then you wake up on Wednesday and you do the same thing then you wake up on Thursday and you do the same thing and guess what happens then you create a winning streak all right and when you do this long enough when you create these little streaks maybe you get five wins maybe you get seven wins maybe you get 12 wins and you start to tag these wins together and create these streaks you're forming new habits, okay? And after a while, winning the day is not hard. It's easy. It becomes automatic. And when you get to the point where you're winning every day and it's automatic, guess what happens? Winning becomes not something that you aspire to do. You don't have to aspire to be a winner when you're winning every day automatically. Winning becomes who the fuck you are. And when winning becomes who the fuck you are, guess what you become? Become a winner and so you don't have to sit down and, and talk about what you're gonna do in 2021 2022 be what it is you claim to be about be what it is you truly want to be okay if you truly want to be successful if you truly want to change your life if you truly want to lose 50 100 200 500 pounds be about it today be about it today and then when today's over be about it tomorrow i think it's important to realize that most people even though you're going to see on tv um that you know you see the kardashians driving around in rolls royces and you see everybody on cribs and you see all these people making millions of dollars after a year or two, you have to realize that that's like the highlight reel, man. And that the reality of it is, is that it's going to take time, you know, because of the way society views success and markets success and it sensationalizes um, wealth and things like that. They make it seem as if, you know, if you haven't gone from zero to, you know, multimillionaire in one or two years that you failed. And the reality of the situation is that, Time is always going to be a factor for a multitude of reasons. One, 
it's going to make it takes time for people to get comfortable with what you're doing and accept you as a reputable brand two you have a lot of, of lessons that need to be learned during that time frame um, those those two things right there are going to be what you need to do or what you need to realize to make sure that you know you're not only learning lessons to be successful but um, that you're giving yourself a realistic uh, time frame to, to, to reach your goals you know it's not going to take two years um, when you commit to something it, you know plan on it being 10 years plan on it being 12 years and realize that that's the time where you're going to learn the lessons where the next 10 or 12 years are going to be tremendously successful and look at it as your education as opposed to I have to have the reward a year from now so I think the first tip is to be realistic and be patient um, the second tip that I would definitely want people to understand is that you know you are in control of what happens I can remember thinking when when I was younger, um, you know, we used to have pictures of cars and, you know, watches and all these things and, and we'd look at them and I used to think to myself, man, I wonder if I'm ever going to be one of these people who gets these things. And I used to think of it in terms of like, and I used to think of it in terms of, of almost like winning a lottery or like being uh, hit with like some sort of magical success wand, um, which you'll hear me talk about a lot on Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's not chance, you know, when you're, before you've achieved it, it seems like it's chance. And if you haven't achieved it, and the way people talk about it, you know, they talk about it in terms of like luck and like fortunate and blessed and all these things. And that's, that's the way the people that haven't achieved describe success. Whereas the people who have achieved look back and they realize, and this is what I'm trying to get the point across, is that you are in control of that process. Um, it's not, up to some magical chance because they because a lot of people think of it like if I do all this work and what if it doesn't happen no if you do the work and you make a plan it will fucking happen there is no question and looking back you know from where I am now to where I was then the attitude has progressed from I used to think that same way and now I see how it really was so it's not a, a matter of chance so realize that you are in control and I would say the third thing is definitely um, follow your passion and, and not chase money and you'll hear people say that and it doesn't make sense because they think like it sounds like such a like abstract thing like follow your passion you know it's like this, like a positive thinking mantra or whatever but the reality is, is that business is really 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 hard and if you're in business and you're doing it just for the money and you're not doing it because you really care what's going to happen is is when things get tough it's going to be easy for you to quit because the money is not enough reward you know um, it has to come down to doing something that you're passionate about, something that you love, something that you that you want to get up and do every day because that way when you're not making money and the money's not there, you still do it anyway and you get better anyway. So it makes it easier for you to continue to get better and improve, which is what's required for you to ultimately reach the goal. So I really think that following a passion is a requirement of being successful um, for the simple fact that it makes it almost impossible to quit. You know, So try to figure out what it is you're passionate about, what it is that you enjoy and, and you're going to naturally become better. You're going to naturally endure the times of when it's hard because you love it. So I would say, you know, that's definitely, that's definitely the three things that, that, uh, that I could recommend. I mean, I could go on all day of different principles, but the reality is, is um, those three things are things I think that people don't think about as important. And, uh, and I ultimately feel like they're, 
three of the top most important things. I want to get into something real quick that is brought to my attention daily and that irritates me daily from the younger generation. Okay, I get this question all the time. I get this question on email, I get it on Instagram, I get it on uh, here on Periscope, uh, and it's always the same reference. It's uh, It goes like this, Andy, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start a business, but um, it's hard. Uh, you know, my parents don't support me. I don't have any money. I don't have any investors. I don't have any uh, support. I don't have a bank loan. I didn't win the lottery. On and on and on and on and on. And the thing is, is that when these people email me, I automatically assume, and I could be wrong, but I automatically go into the mode of like, dude, I'm not even gonna answer your question because you don't have what it fucking takes to make it. Because here's the reality. Entrepreneurial mindset is a problem solver. If you listen to the podcast today, you know what I'm talking about, all right? Entrepreneurs are people who look at things and they say, I can do this. Not look at things and find the excuses as to why they can't. We live in the greatest fucking time in the history of Earth to be successful, okay? And if you're a young man, a young woman between the ages of 16, 15, and 25, you are at the biggest advantage in the history of Earth, okay? And I'm gonna explain why in a second. We have fucking air travel. We have fucking internet. We are able to speak like this through technology instantly. Dude, people that were in business 20 years ago, if they wanted to do business, they had to get a fucking letter and they had to write it out and they had to send it to somebody. That letter had to take two days to get there. And then they had to blah, blah, blah and, and communicate back and forth or they had to call each other during business hours uh, or at home and they couldn't be like tied to the wall like, yeah, hey man, you know, I'm sitting here in the office. Like dude, now we're accessible 24 hours a day. We have social media, we have ways to contact hundreds among thousands of people at any given time. The opportunity to make connections has never been greater, all right? And we have yet, we have young people who have this perspective of growing up in this technology crying and bitching about why they can't do it are you fucking kidding me dude when i started my store there wasn't a social media when we started with seven dollars i was living in the back of my fucking store on a mattress that had a piss stain on it from some animal or human i wanted people to know about me i couldn't just write a little post on fucking facebook or make a video that had great content i had to fucking get in my car or walk heel toe down to a next door's business and the next door's business and the fire stations and the police stations and the hospitals and say, hey, I'm Andy Frisella. Nice to meet you. I have this fucking business over here that I think you'll be able to help or that you, I can help you do this, this, and this. And I meet people one by one by one by one by one, which ironically is the same way that business is done today, just through different avenues. So when you're young and you're one of these people who's been brought up in social media and you look around in the internet and all this shit, you have no fucking clue how good you have it. You just don't. You have an ultimate fucking opportunity in front of you to make something happen for yourself. Okay. And the other thing you need to realize is that just because you don't have any money, that's, that's a great thing for you. And because 
Let me tell you why this is a good thing. When you don't have any money, you are forced to be creative. You are forced to come up with ideas. You are forced to do the fucking work. Just because you don't have a fucking million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars doesn't mean you can start a business or can't start a business. It means that you have to get creative. And the best thing that you'll ever have as a business owner, a young business entrepreneur, is lack of funds because it forces you to get fucking creative, which forces you to think. All right. And when you think, it's just like working your muscles. When you think hard enough and you think long enough and you don't have the, the money just to write a check for something, you are in a position now where you're having to think harder than your competition, which means ultimately you're going to be more creative, come up with more ideas because you can't spend your way out of situations. Get it? Lack of resources is your ultimate advantage. And if you don't understand what I just said, go back and rewatch what I just said until you understand it. All right? Lack of resources is your ultimate fucking advantage. Don't fucking cry to me and bitch to me or write me a fucking email about how you don't have, you know, rich parents or you don't have a bank or you don't have, I didn't have any of that shit either. So when you bitch to me about it, I look at you and I say, you don't have what it fucking takes because real entrepreneurs make it happen either way. You don't have the money, go out and cut grass, go out and bartend, go out and sell fucking snow cones, do whatever the fuck you have to do to get it, period. But the point is guys, you guys have to understand that we live in ultimate opportunity land right now. There's more opportunity than there ever has been for everybody. And here's another thing you young people, 15 to 25, gotta understand. Most of your peers who you're competing against have no social skills. They grew up on the internet, they grew up on video games, they don't know how to shake somebody's hand and say, hey, nice to meet you and look them in the fucking eye and have interpersonal relationship skills. So whenever you can have those skills, if you could develop those skills amongst your own person, you're at a tremendous advantage. You have people, you have far less people in that generation that want to be truly successful than what I had or what other generations had. So like, dude, if you can fucking stand up and make yourself something, it's far easier to be successful right now for you than it ever has been. So I don't want to, don't write me a fucking email telling me how hard you have it. Cause I'm going to laugh at you. Period. You're being a pussy. I was watching the documentary uh, about, I don't know, maybe a month ago on Michael Jordan, The Last Dance. And, you know, of course, it's got Michael Jordan. It's got, uh, you know, Dennis Rodman. It's got all the guys that, that George Pippen. It's got all the guys from that era. Right. And we talk and, and they're all kind of talking about Michael Jordan and their last season. And that's why they call it The Last Dance. And, and it's cool because they go from like you know, back when Michael was in high school to when he was in college to the seasons before the last season. And they really cover his whole career uh, in detail. And it's very entertaining to, to watch. And I'm going to reference a certain scene in this documentary. Um, there was a certain point, and everybody knows how awesome Michael Jordan is, right? Uh, whether you're a basketball, I'm not really even a basketball fan. I'm a sports fan. I like football, I like baseball, I like hockey, but basketball is probably my least favorite sport just because I never played it. But I love studying high achievers and it's hard to argue that Michael Jordan wasn't the best at what he does. I mean, he's in the conversation. I think he's, uh, you know, head and shoulders the best player that ever played and probably the best athlete and the best mentality in sports 
that we've ever had. And so when everybody thinks of Michael Jordan, we always hear the famous things like, you know, he was intense, he was mean sometimes, he was angry, he was a tough player, uh, you know, he, he wasn't always nice in practice. We always hear this shit, okay? But watching him interact on that documentary gave me a different perspective. And that perspective, it came to me in an instant. There was a scene in the documentary where Michael was, uh, they were before one of his big games, I believe it was a playoff game, and it was literally right before they're getting ready to play. And he's in the locker room, in one of the side rooms of the locker area, with one of the security guys, and they're flipping quarters, all right? And this is literally like right during his the middle of when he should be preparing and he should be like you know we think he should be preparing he should be focused you know getting intense ready to go to battle but he's not he's flipping quarters and he's laughing with his security guy and they're playing a little game and they're having a fucking blast and what i saw in that moment was so profound for me i just want to share it with you guys he was present Okay, he was present in the moment. And that's really what makes great people great. That's what makes great athletes great athletes. That's what makes great entrepreneurs great entrepreneurs. That's what makes great anything great, okay? They're able to take, and I never saw this this way until just recently, but it all clicked for me. They're able to take whatever it is right in front of them whether it be a conversation, whether it be a game of quarters, whether it be uh, practicing, whether it be lifting weights, whether it be uh, you know planning strategy in a meeting, it doesn't matter what you're doing or what he was doing, he was all in on that. So when they were practicing chest passes, he was 100% into chest passes. When they were practicing layups, he was 100% there for layups. He wasn't thinking about his girlfriend or his, you know, uh, problems off the court or his argument that he had with, you know, ownership or any of these other distractions. And we could come up with, I don't know, a trillion distractions for our own lives. I mean, how many times do you find yourself in a situation where you're lifting weights and you're trying to get better or you're sitting in front of your computer and you're trying to create something or you're writing emails and you're thinking about all this other shit. You're thinking about this argument you had an hour ago. You're thinking about this uh, car uh, accident you got in on the way to work that was a little fender bender or you're thinking about all these little distractions. You're thinking about you know how your friends want you to go out tonight. Shit like this, okay? and you're mindlessly going through the motions of whatever task you have in front of you. And then because you're mindlessly going through those motions and just getting it done, as opposed to putting the proper intent behind it, it really slows down your progress. Because if you think about it, wouldn't you be a lot better if you were focused when you were doing the things you're supposed to be doing? Wouldn't you be a lot better to execute on emails or on, uh, you know, whatever content you're trying to create or whatever meeting you're trying to have or whatever product you're trying to create or whatever conversation you're trying to have. If you weren't worried about a million different things, I know I would be more effective and I know I have been. 
This is something that has helped me tremendously in the short time I've noticed it and become aware of it. And I want to give you guys the gift of this awareness, okay? Be aware when you're there to execute and you find yourself drifting off into other things, okay? That's not what great people do. What great people do is they pour their focus into what they're doing at the time and they address that. Then when something else happens and it's time to do this, they address this, okay? And then when something else happens and it's, it, now it's time for that, they address that, all right? They go through their day completely designed to be present in whatever it is they're handling at the moment, which allows them to A, be more successful and effective with it, and B, be happy. This is the, this is the biggest thing about it. Be happy. You're able to execute better and be happier doing it. You're able to have fun doing it because you're not allowing yourself to be distracted by all the other shit. And guys, this is a skill, but it's not a skill that takes years to develop. It's a skill that takes weeks to develop if you just become present with it. So I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share with you the idea that maybe you aren't as present as you should be. Maybe you're letting yourself get caught up in all these other things that life has. And, and guys, how many distractions are there right now? There's probably more distractions in society right now than there ever has been. That's arguable. So can we focus during that time and be present in the conversations we have, in the work that we do, in the fun that we have, so that we can actually be effective draw more of the good juice out of life and leave some of the stress and some of the anxiety and some of the pain on the table for someone else to take. Radio. If you enjoyed, we'd appreciate a rating and review. Be sure to stay on the latest from the Honey Badger Method by following us on Instagram at Honey Badger Method and visiting HoneyBadgerMethod.com. 